Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Hot Gamers Only, the show where we talk about everything that's hot in the world of games. I'm your host, Ethan, and I'm joined by, as always, the co-host with the co-most, it's Hunter. How's it going, Hunter? You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing swell. <laughs> nice. And then I'm also joined by uh, the weeb wonder himself. It is Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Happy to be here. It's your time, dude. It's your time to shine. Now it's kind time. <laughs> oh my god here we go because yes we um we were supposed to do this last week but as you saw you got a persona, persona 5 spoiler cast you got a final fantasy 7 remake spoiler cast getting my jrpgs mixed up same difference uh, really ah uh, the same game trust me um <laughs> japan uh we you shit, start you off know. killing rats you end up slaying gods you know yeah, that's every it, jrpg is the same let's be real but yeah um as you all have probably been aware if you checked our twitter we were supposed to have our xenoblade impressions up uh, last monday but then sony announced the conference so we pushed that back so that we could get final fantasy 7 remake up in time because it was already an old like video that we needed to push out um and then play everything uh, the world went to shit so everything got postponed so we're back at square one and we're doing the exact same thing this week anyway so you know silver lining i guess so yeah this week on hot games only we're going to talk about all of our first impressions of xenoblade chronicles definitive edition for the nintendo switch and then we'll move on to some other stuff like uh, PlayStation predictions for this conference that was supposed to happen uh, that we can now talk about this week because nothing changes. And then if it doesn't happen this week, hey, at least you've got the predictions. You can just say, move them two weeks, three weeks into the future, whatever's happening. But yeah, uh, as always, we come together every Monday at 5 p.m. Uh, UK time, 12 p.m. Eastern to talk about everything in the world of games. You can find us on podcast services everywhere as well as on YouTube.com. I always want to say slash, but we don't have a fucking URL. <laughs> Please, I feel like we should Just start subscribe like, to a movement. Us, please. I feel like we should start a movement to like, please get the gigas to 100 subs so we can have a URL. Like, I feel like that's a movement we should start. We only need like 64 or 63 to go. Yeah, exactly. So mm. please, if you it's haven't easy. already, please head on over to our Twitter at the YT. There'll be a link there or just type in the gigas on YouTube and I think we come up. Yeah, um, you, you should. Or Hot Gamers Only just look it up please give us a subscribe so we can have a url so we can uh, shill out more easily thank you really appreciate it uh if not please give us a rating on itunes and google play we also appreciate that because it makes us look better uh it's it's true <laughs> oh that's all i'm saying we've had a lot more listeners since we got that five star rating after blackmailing people than before so thank you very much it's very much appreciated and if if if, if, if fucking tim cook's listening they're real they're legitimate reviews we swear they're not our friends um anyway <laughs> moving on this is going can you tell we haven't done this in like two weeks it's great um let's move on xenoblade first impression xenoblade came out um some point in may end of may who fucking knows we're on we're off the 29th, 2020 uh, thank you thank you something <laughs> thank like you, that everyone. friday so, yeah, the last friday in. of may let's get into our xenoblade uh first impressions let's give a bit of a background on um what our history is with the franchise let's start with you hunter what's your history with the xenoblade franchise i have played exactly xenoblade 2 and we may have owned one of the xenosaga games when i was younger but i don't know for sure cool um i am the same in a way i've played both xenoblade 2 and torna uh i haven't played x or one i've played these all in the wrong order uh but hey there we go playing one so me and hunter have been playing uh, xenoblade one for the first time uh and then kyle you can explain <laughs> your scenario so i played xenoblade one back in 2016 when it was released on the wii u on the wii u's eShop. 
I also played X, never finished it. I played two. I played Torna. I've also played Xeno Gears, and I own two of the three Xeno Sagas. So the third one's really expensive. It's like impossible to find for less than a hundred dollars used. I don't know why. I hate it's just PS2 impossible. <laughs> it's insulting when the things you want to but get are like you know fifty to a hundred dollars. And I know, like, dude. Now there's Grand just like Theft Autos oh, just... just there for five bucks. It's like Persona 3, dude. Try and find a copy of Persona 3 that doesn't cost you a fucking mortgage song. So, like, so there's just like a hole in my Xeno collection, and it's the last one I need. But yeah, I have a wide history with Xeno. Big fan. Yeah, and that's what we're going to call a biased opinion, am I right? No, I'm kidding. Nah. Um, so yeah, we've got everyone biased, ranging. Good. We're, yeah. ran- we're all on we're all at different points of the spectrum of uh, playing Xenoblade games. None of us are going into this blind as in for the franchise, but we all have kind of a different perspective of it. So that'll be interesting. Um, So I'm going to throw it off to Hunter first, I guess. How have you been finding, uh, we should say this first section is completely spoiler free. Um, We're doing this a bit differently. We're going to do first part where we talk about gameplay and just general character stuff that isn't really spoiler related. Uh, we're going to do those now, and then we'll say in a bit, spoilers, okay? We're going to talk about up to chapter 10? Yeah? 10? Yeah. Is that where so we're talking the, about? The end of chapter 9, yeah. yeah. The end of chapter 9, start of chapter 10, um, and then everything after that, and Future Connected, we'll talk about in a spoiler cast. So yeah, Hunter, going to you, what are your fe- what are your feelings? What are your initial feelings with this game? Um, and where are you up to, I guess? I should specify that. All right, well, and how many hours, etc. <laughs> I don't actually know the hour count, but I got right to the end of chapter nine and started chapter 10 last night um so far i've been liking the game the thing that i enjoyed the most about xenoblade 2 was the interesting world and characters and you know the music and stuff and that's all present here and arguably even better so yeah uh the the combat as far as that's concerned it seems like there's a little less to it than there was in two but also I thought that the combat in 2 was kind of a chore a lot of times, and I haven't been feeling that way so much in this one. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, <laughs> there was more to do in the other one, arguably. Well, we can we can, we can can have a talk about that in a second. Um, so yeah, uh, my first impressions are I'm in similar situation to Hunter. I am in chapter 11, very start of chapter 11, I think. Something to do with ether. That's around chapter eleven, I think. <laughs> Something to do with ether. I'm on the sword. Like that's that. where I'm. I'm on the sword. Oh hell yeah! Oh, yeah, that's... I'm on the stabby stabby sword, the, the seppuku sword. That's where I'm at. I don't think it's seppuku um, if someone else is doing it to you. <laughs> I'd like murder. to think Not that the Bionis. I I I'd like to think that the Bionis <laughs> killed himself, but you know that's a different debate for a different day. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm at chapter eleven. I'm at a similar point to you. Um, I've made it clear. Let's talk about the gameplay. Let's get it out of the way. Let's get the gameplay out of the way so I can have this one little whine because when we talk about the world and spoilers and characters, I've got nothing but positive things to say. Um, I was someone that, like you, Hunter, was essentially playing... When I played Xenoblade 2, and the same with Tor- less to lesser extent to Torna, but especially in 2, I was playing the game and the gameplay was the thing that was kind of... I was going through the gameplay just to reach the story bits. That's what I was doing. I was playing it mainly for the story and the characters in the world and the exploration. And I was sitting with the gameplay and I'm like, the gameplay is interesting enough, but it's tedious enough for me to also get sick of it within a while. And I'm just like kind of zoning out of it. Um, With this game, 
it's the exact same way, but the combat is even less complicated, which isn't in a good way. I can br- I can literally like there are point there've been points in this game where I've been able to put down the controller in fights and just go, yeah, you are you guys have fun. I'm gonna browse Twitter. Yeah, um, to but... fifty will do that. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but um, even no, even still, even in chapters like nine and ten, I was still able to do that. Um, when the enemies get to around level 40 where they're in their 40s I was still able to do that um, but there's something about the gameplay this time around where it's like I can see what I can see how they go went from this I don't know what's the what's the fancy term for this command system Kyle is it does it have a name I like the, just called it deck like real time real time combat yeah but you know how it has like the art it's like a pseudo MMO yeah. almost oh, yeah I felt like it had an actual name that people used it, but like um, it's like I don't remember not, the name. Not command deck. That's Kingdom Hearts. Uh, yeah, but you know what I mean. It does have like, wheel. It, the it arts has menu. like a yeah arts the arts wheel. menu. It has like it has a name for it. Whatever that is, <laughs> I can see how this became Xenoblade Two's combat very clearly. Mm-hmm. I can see oh that's an evolution of all of this, but um, the things I don't like are about the combat are yeah it's it's a lot simpler which means it's just less engaging for me but the main problem that i have is the control scheme and i don't know if anyone else has felt this way but i feel like the art menu being mapped to d-pad is something that i've really not enjoyed whereas you the whole thing especially as i mainly play shulk i don't really move around with many characters i haven't really played the only other characters i've really played as are ryan and dunban uh, and then I think you had to use like is it Sharla yeah. as sniper woman? Yeah, I've, you had to use her for like one of the time trials. So I've used her like once. And then Melia has a gameplay section, so I've already played as her. But when I'm mainly playing a Shulk, he's a very much a positional character, and it's having to yes, I'm moving around trying to get into position, and it's mashing the D pad. It feels like it would have been better on like the R two and L two, but that's just me. And it's something you can rebind if you wanted to. But I'm just sitting with it. But there's just something about that left and right on the d-pad that i don't fuse well with and it's just been getting to me Mm-mm. um that hasn't really i don't know bothering me but i can yeah. see why it would it's just yeah especially shulk I've i also switched like moving a while i want yeah I've been, <laughs> so I've, yeah i've been i've been wanting yeah i've been wanting to move around while also being able to switch what art i'm selecting to and it's really freaking hard to do that with it being mapped to the d-pad but that's just me. The controls in itself are some I have like a few nitpicks with, but that's the main thing about me. What about you, Kyle? What do you think about base Xeno combat? Um, I definitely feel like after I put like so much time into Xenoblade 2, going back to how simple Xenoblade 1's combat was was kind of jarring. I remember when mm. I first started playing the game, I was trying to like cancel auto attacks by mm. with timing my arts, and I'm like, wait, wrong game. You don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I can see where you're coming from with this combat. It's very simplistic, and I definitely feel like Xenoblade 2 did combat a lot better, but I've also never really been one to play Xenoblade 1 specifically for combat. It's basically if I just want to sit down with a story. Yeah. Because, like... I mean, there's also not really, like, any, like, advanced tech in the game with, with combat either. There's, like, topple locking, and that's it. <laughs> And that's as far that's as deep as the combat goes, which mm-hmm. isn't even that deep. It's 
dumb easy to topple lock enemies in this game yeah like, as I've you guys have probably learned games that i just kind of like dra- this reminds me of when i was playing like dragon age origins where it was very much just kind of auto attack and then wait for your skills to reset yeah and rinse and repeat very much an mmo very much just wait for it it was the characters and story that carried that game through it for yeah. me as well yeah I don't know. Like I said, my main nitpick about the controls are the left and right on the D-pad. I feel like the trigger buttons would have been a lot better because, especially with a game where it's like, oh, you need to be at a certain position on the enemy to take advantage of this move. And Mm. I'm like, that's cool. But I then have to move to that position and then fucking mash my D-pad buttons once I'm there. And then sometimes the fucking enemy will have moved. I'm like, I've got to walk again. And it's like, (laughs) I'd very much like to be able to control with the left stick while being able to change Nardo arts again nitpick so uh, what what i've always done what i've always done in in combat is when using shulk i've always like preemptively moved myself into position before selecting my art or Mm -hmm. i've like preemptively loaded my art my cursor already be on the art and then another thing that could just help with scrolling is um if you hit up or down on the d-pad it auto goes to the center it'll auto select Mm -hmm. your talent so yeah if you just I, want like I, a quick flick to that okay i don't yeah it, it, I, don't it, know. I have been working it's just it's a bit finicky and i get why it's that way yeah and i'm like i can see why you think it works because remember this game opinion, it yeah. was originally it's, it's made a wii for game the wii. It's, a wii it's a wii game, game. it was made with the classic controller and the wii chuck in mind <laughs> the wii chuck oh, and that's yeah. what i'm gonna that's the that's the one thing i am gonna preface people by saying is it's still a wii game at heart yes <laughs> this is not this is not a remake this isn't like a what if we take everything we've learned and build this from the ground up again it's a it's a very nice looking wii game still mm-hmm. it, it plays better mainly because of <laughs> wii controls being garbage and switch <laughs> controls being less so but like there's also just a lot of quality of life changes to oh, the there's, game there's plenty of quality of life changes which are nice. if you are on the eyeballs <laughs> if you hated like questing in the original game that's been super simplified Mm-hmm. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, I haven't quested at all, really. <laughs> do you want to talk about the quest, Hunter? What do you think about the side quests? Uh, well, I did like maybe eight of them in the beginning, and haven't been motivated to do any other ones. Um, <laughs> but, I'm in the know, exact same scenario. Shout out to biscuit delivery. I like that one. I don't know. <laughs> I genuinely, I've done about. Biscuits I have done about. Answer. I've done about forty-five side quests. Actually, I've done quite a few, but. The way I've been doing them was very much, I was like, I'm doing them because I need XP or whatever. And then mm-hmm. when Kyle said that they'll say you can get to level 50 really quickly, I'm like, well, I'm not doing side quests anymore because yeah. <laughs> they're fucking boring as shit. Um, they're very much, um, we had this discussion under of quality over quantity and Xenoblade has definitely gone for the quantity option. There is literally hundreds of them from what I can tell. Like yeah. whenever I go to a new area, it's like, here's 30 and these are just the first 30. You come back later and we'll have plenty more. I'm like, oh God. Cut one off and two more come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but hey, again, Wii game. I'm not going to nitpick about those kind of stuff. There's yeah. some that are interesting. There's some that have like little quirks and like unique things to them, but. There's also, much... there's also some side quests you can do that will unlock new skill branches on character skill trees. Oh. So it unlocks more stuff for them. And there's also some quests later that can unlock a couple Monado arts Ooh. that you won't be able to get otherwise. I know at least yeah. one of them is really helpful. Monado armor, very good. <clears throat> Party defense buff. All right, I'll have to start at least reading what the quests are <laughs> instead <laughs> of ignoring them. 
genuinely like i haven't that's not until like late game i genuinely okay. haven't i haven't bothered with side quests since pre-colony 6 for that for people that haven't played this game it's very pretty early on pre-colony 6 uh in gower playing uh, mm-hmm. or as i like to call it oh man it's the smash bros stage wow um, <laughs> who yeah. else knows shulk from smash bros leave oh, a like if you know shulk from smash bros yeah yeah dude leave a five uh, star no. review <laughs> monado marth marth nado if you would marth nado that's even better but yeah i haven't done side quests since gower playing and i'm now way past that i literally like going through these new locations i'm like oh these look nice what's that a side quest now nah, i'm good i'm just gonna keep running through <laughs> um just, you know pan the camera my, around, with my level scenery, yeah, with my, with my level 50 because <laughs> i should say i should preface that um i i was later to the game than you two um the reason that we kind of pushed our first impressions is because i genuinely played 45 minutes of the game before we were supposed to record yep um, so we pushed it and then I'd per- my my playthrough had perfectly lined up with the speed running community for Xenoblade finding a glitch that, that a previous the a previous glitch a different entrance to a previous glitch in uh, yeah. Xenoblade One that gets you early level fifty. And um, if you have not listened to our show before and listened to me talk about um, either Persona Five or if you didn't listen to this, the Final Fantasy Seven remake spoiler cast, if there's one thing I hate in JRPGs and RPGs in general, it's level grinding. So as soon as I go, hey, you don't have to level grind for half the game, I'm like, I'll take it. Mm. And that's what I did. And that's how I got to lo- chapter like 11 in like 18 hours. <laughs> Oopsie. Um, let's talk about the world then. Um, Hunter, how are you feeling about the level design and just uh, the world in general of Bionis? I, I kind of like that it's just one Titan in this one rather than, mm. you know, how two had a bunch of them. I mm-hmm. I kind of like that it's just one singular thing. It makes it feel bigger in a way because you're just stuck on that one the whole time rather than bouncing around from spot to spot. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to give a p- I'm going to give some praise to the game now. Shocker Kyle, I hope you're ready for this. I I was um, born ready. <laughs> the level design in Xenoblade 1 is way better than Xenoblade 2. Mm-hmm. Um in my opinion, um i just think they planned out bionis way better than they did the titans um don't get me wrong i still love xenoblade 2's world design but it just it feels more like a world this time around instead of it being a load of separated people on little islands everywhere with little places to go every now and then again and then everything's separated like a titan like, oh, all these people like a titan yeah, every, yeah. culture yeah it's like mario you know where you have all oh, you have your world for grass you have your world for desert you have your world for <laughs> eyes it's like that's how Xenoblade <laughs> 2 was set up right it was yeah. oh these are the ice people Basically. these are the desert people with the fucking trombones and with the shit. great and here's music the, yeah and here's the here's the gower plains 2 island okay cool. <laughs> uh, um whereas Xenoblade 1 it, it feels like a coherent world yeah and, um so I'm not fun. gonna lie. They, yeah, they can they can say to me, "Oh, you're on the shoulder now," and I'm like, "Sure, I am." I don't understand how I got to the shoulder, but you know, it all feels connected in a way. Go on, Kyle. Sorry. Um, of... So it's funny that you do bring up that um, the world of Xenoblade One feels more planned out because um, it was, was this was talked about in an interview with Tetsuya Takahashi from Monolith Soft when they were making the game. Um, they had like a whole model of Bionis and Makanis made in their office. Oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> I just think that's really cool. And I 
think it's funny that you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah, that's real cool. It, 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 it does. It feels like they planned it from the start, yeah. which is nice. Um, What should we talk about next? Do you want to talk about the characters really quickly? Sure. Yeah. Shall we talk without spoiling anything? Right. I like short How... more than Rex. How... <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> That's that's true. There's no way. Yeah, that's not a hard Rex, take. Shulk's motivations are better. Rex is just kind of a, you know, Rex just went with the flow. Like Rex the whole is game. just kind of a run of the mill nice guy who's helping out Pyra because she batted her, her eyelashes at him. Yeah, Shulk's motivations are way stronger. Yeah, and we'll get to that soon. <laughs> I mean, it's still it still very much is horny based. Let's be real here. Like a lot of their intentions are the same. I can see why people are saying that. Oh yeah. Like you, can, I can definitely see the dissimilarities between Rex and Shulk. Like they're definitely there. They, they, they definitely went. We want another Shulk, and then they failed at doing that. Yeah. Um, and then they gave us half a Shulk. Yeah, they with genuinely... the worst outfit. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but um, yeah, uh, Shulk is actually other than one other character, which I don't really want to say actually i can say because she's very early on in the game fiora i don't like fiora i want to throw that one out there i don't <laughs> really? like her the the first two hours that you spend with her i was like yeah you're a character that exists i <laughs> feel like you're just a plot device to me and then not saying anything but i was right um <laughs> whereas every other character that i've met whether it's ryan whether it's dunban whether it's uh, melia or charlotte or even Riki, who will come to Riki in a second. <laughs> I really like everyone that I meet, and they feel like they gel well with everyone. Yeah. Like I, mm-hmm. My difference here is, overall, the roster in Xenoblade 1 of main characters, your team, as it were, I like them more as a whole than I liked the Xenoblade 2 team, the Xenoblade yeah. 2 characters. Yeah. But there are certain characters in Xenoblade 2 that I liked more than any of the Xenoblade 1, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, like, on the whole, it's a better round like, lineup. But there are some extremely good characters in Xenoblade 2, like Zeke, Zeke that are just more, missing mm-hmm. by that. I'm like, oh yeah, like you're charming, Dunbang. Don't get me wrong, but have you seen <laughs> Zeke over there? Have, <laughs> have you, you seen met the Zeke inator? <laughs> I would you know? love to see those two interact. You know, or you have like, yeah, just like interesting characters like Morag and Zeke, I feel like are kind of missing. And you still have them with characters like Melia in particular, but I feel like they gel well more in Xenoblade 1. Yeah. Which is important. Dead weight in the party as far as just people that after a little while I don't care about. Like, yeah, that's kind of. Xenoblade 2's roster always felt really bloated to me. And I don't know if that's just because of the driver blade mechanic making uh, the party seem yeah, gigantic. The team, There's but... genuinely like 10 or 12 of them, isn't there? Yeah. Because of that, yeah, you're right. Because, yeah, five drivers, each with one blade. Because, like... Wait, who am I forgetting? I didn't care. Rex, Nia, uh, Morag, Morag Tora, Zeke, Zeke, and uh, Tora. Okay, yeah. So there's genuinely 10 of them. Xenoblade 2 also just had a lot of one-and-done characters, where, like, Rock was important for, like, a couple scenes, and then he was never seen again. Oh, yeah. Same with Poppy QT. Like, she was important for the end of Chapter 4, and then gone. <laughs> and then it was just, like, a little upgrade that you... And then Poppy was all... Poppy Alpha was always just I there. I never do in battle, because I didn't use Tora after that. Yeah, after you get Morag, Tora just gets benched. Yeah, forever. I actually used, I actually used Tora more than you two, but... I mean, Tora's... As soon as Zeke character. came in, as soon as as soon as Zeke came in, then he got benched. But you know, yeah. up until that point, I was like, I don't really like Nia. Goodbye. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah Tora is technically so. the best character. 
because oh, yeah, QTP is broken. But we're not yeah, here to yeah. talk about that. Technically, I don't care. But no, from a, from a character, <laughs> yeah, from a character level, great. from a character level, you have great characters like Zeke and Morag and Pyra slash Mifra to an extent, and then but you have at the bottom of the barrel, you have like Nia Pandoria. and Tora and. Don't even get me started on. I, I even forgot she existed. And like, Pandora is irrelevant. It's very much. Don't yeah, add. She yeah, is yeah, Zeke's blade, bag. and that's all I remember about her. It's a, it's a mixed. It's a mixed bag. It's that's sure. There's some great. Whereas this, it's just it's consistently good. I love um, the whole roster of two of one. <laughs> I mean, there are still, like I said, there is one that I don't like, which is Fiora. Which we'll get into story in a second, and we'll go into spoiler mode in a second as well, where we'll be like, <laughs> well, we'll get into that a lot more. Um, yeah. But See, Shulk, I really like just as a voice actor, just as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> um, Dunban is, is sec- my second favorite thing ever. Um, I really like Melia as a character, just in general. Uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> Riki is uh I hate Nopons with a passion. <laughs> Riki is kind of the exception to the rule in a way. Yes, he is. Yes. He's funny as hell, and it is just like he's he's annoying, but not in the way that Tora was annoying. Whereas Riki <laughs> just comes in and be is a dumbass the whole time. Whereas Tora was just whiny and annoying and horny. So, I, you know. I love that Ricky's reason for being the hero pawn is that because he owes debt to his village, yeah, he just has ba- to be the yeah. legendary hero, quote unquote. He's basically on the dole, yeah. And he's just been like, <laughs> oh, he's been outed in a prediction. I love, yeah, there's a, there was a character spoiler mode, spoiler mode. Tales of the Abyss who got like pawned off to be in the party because of that, yeah. <laughs> essentially ruining the village. <laughs> Mm. right so let's quickly finally before we head into spoiler mode because uh, we've already been talking for over 20 minutes which is crazy no, um, not, before we head into not nearly spoiler enough. Mode, yeah but i want to talk <laughs> a lot about we'll spoilers up until this time point, so. yeah <laughs> uh let's we've talked about uh oh two two things i guess let's talk about this first um music it's great godly oh, yeah, it is it's great i love um, all the remixes music's better than the game no <laughs> joke if you don't want to play the game, at least listen to the soundtrack because the soundtrack's really good. Um, it's really good. It the is. streak of soundtracks that Ethan loves continues. Oh yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're still rolling strong. Uh, for those of you who are not keeping track on Ethan's train of happiness, it was uh, Persona Five Royal and then Final Fantasy Seven Remake uh, and then this. So we're on a roll. No, um, no pressure for Gustavo who's doing the Last of Us soundtrack, but uh, you better be fucking ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just saying, you better be ready. Dude. Sure. You better be ready. Or the else soundtrack, gonna... soundtrack is just good instead of excellent, so the game gets a zero out of ten from Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ruined my train. Um, but no, it's really good. And then uh, graphics as well. Um, this game looks really good. It's still. a huge upgrade from it's the a Wii. Huge upgrade. I ended up watching a one of the first cutscenes on the Wii uh, version a couple days ago. Just. For I reasons. did the same. Yeah, I did the well, same, and I'm so like, glad oh, I never man. played the original. Like, oh man, they were not joking, right? It's, it's like it's like a horror story. It genuinely is. Like... So, so I've done a lot of playthroughs of the Wii version, so I kind of got used to how the models looked. But my God, this is I can't go back now. <laughs> this is just the best upgrade ever. 
Okay. Just facial wanna, expressions yeah. never changed in the Wii version <laughs> in any cutscene. They're fucking stiff mouths that never moved outside of talking. Their eyes never changed except for blinking. It was just like it makes you wonder how how we dealt with that for all this time. I don't know how you did. It genuinely does make Xenoblade One and Two now feel like mm-hmm. actual like they feel like part of the same story now. Yeah. Like they they very much have decided, hey, we liked what we did with Xenoblade Two, let's make that the art style of Xenoblade now. Yeah. And then went back and made one look a lot nicer. I wanna also give a shout out to the hit the skyboxes, because the skyboxes mm-hmm. are incredible, especially in later chapters like chapter eight and nine especially. Oh yeah. I love I love those skyboxes time in the jungle. Oh great. And we yeah, and we didn't mention it. We didn't mention it in the spoiler cast for FF7 remake, but it has garbage skyboxes. Oh yeah, so the backgrounds in that game were very subpar. <laughs> all the animation went to the character, or all the budget went to like the character models. It was awful. And just going from a Wii game that looks like this, now I'm like, how did Square? Why did you not put more money into the skyboxes that are in 480p? <laughs> These look like Wii skyboxes, not the Xenoblade ones. Um... Oh. But Ethan, no. I'm just gonna tell you this: Go to Valak Mountain at night. That place looks amazing. Mm. I, I it's will. so fucking pretty. I'll do it probably, if you remind me at some point. Um, <laughs> let's finally, before we head into spoiler mode, let's talk about what are your overall opinions on the story so far, Hunter. I'd say that so far, um, yeah, I like it a lot. I'm more interested than I think I was in two's plot, like. Two had me going as far as like, oh, this is interesting. But I, st- mm. I put two down to do other things and picked it back mm. up a lot. <laughs> so I haven't felt the need to do that with this one. This one's been keeping me going. Ah, that's interesting because to me, it's the characters that have been keeping me going with this one. And not necessarily the motivations in the story. And I want to say this, but not in spoiler mode. Um I want to say, if you haven't played Xenoblade 1 or 2 yet, for the love of everything, play this one first. <laughs> because, in my opinion, just from playing 2 and understanding all of 2 and having that experience, it's great coming back to this and going, oh, I get that. Cool, at least, Drake. Oh, I think this. It's kind of ruined all a couple, quite a few of the twists and turns this game's trying to take. Just because of knowing stuff already, I'm like, oh. Mm -hmm. And they're not that linked, right? They're not, for the most part, 90% of these games are separate, right? There's there's, there's some connecting material together, right? But Mm. they're separate universes, in a sense. In a sense, yeah. Yeah. In a sense. I'm trying to say it without spoilers. That's as far as I can really go without spoilers. They're separated. They're separated universe. Like, Rex and Shulk aren't on the same planet or whatever. They're separated. They're different worlds, yeah. But there's enough that you learn from two, and because obviously they made two with the intention of you played one already. So now going back to one, there's a lot of stuff that I've just clicked on, and every time they're like, surprise, I'm like, not really. I knew, I've known this for hours because I've been <laughs> thinking about it too much. So. Hey, nice core crystal, Alvis. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, exactly. <laughs> it's oh, like, that's an interesting necklace. <laughs> so, yeah. I'd say the story, especially if you played two, key. yeah has many highs and then it kind of it's been bouncing back and forth but i can't really explain it without spoilers so Mm -hmm. i'd say just yeah i like the story i don't like it as much as twos yet but um that can change and i think it's mainly because two 
all of two's plot twists and turns and everything that it went through were a lot more shocking to me because i knew nothing whereas this one i've kind of been able to go oh from this information i can gather that this 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 and i'm like just checking everything off on my list going i'm right i'm right i'm right and it's just not as fun for me but you know hey we'll we'll talk about it's still a good story don't get me wrong but Mm. And then we'll, there's a massive trope at the start, which I'll forgive because of later, but we'll talk about that in spoiler mode. So now let's talk about spoilers up to chapter 10. This is your warning, everybody. We're going to spoil the shit out of the first half of this game. Uh, roughly the first half of this game. Yeah. So if you haven't played now, those are our spoiler-free review. Uh, if you want to go over to our PlayStation... Yeah, game's great, go play it. After it, yeah. Go play it. Um... There'll be timestamps in the description. If you want to just skip to the PlayStation predictions and skip all these spoilers, then go ahead and do that. If you're on podcast services, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> so um, just nah, take I'll, le- I'll, I'll leave I'll leave the timestamps in the description as well. If you're driving, obviously, maybe just pull <laughs> <it. laughs> Pull over and scroll. Pull over. This is not a drill. We are gonna spoil the hell out of this video game. <laughs> Here's um, the first half. At least the first, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna go read Wikipedia really quick oh and my spoil it. <laughs> So now, um, I want you, Hunter, to say some of the things that you like before I nitpick the hell. And I do love this. Don't get me wrong. I'm loving the story, but I do have a, I do want to give my perspective on things. So Hunter, you go ahead. What is making you engage with the story? All right. Spoiler terms. Well, I just think the motivation in this one is a little better. Shulk has a thirst for vengeance because Metal Face murdered Fiora. Quotes. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can respect that. Compare it to like two where it was just kind of like uh, Malos and Jin are off making a ruckus and you're like chasing them down or whatever. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was less impressive because it felt less personal. So, yeah. 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 That's why I like, that's why I've been jiving with this one more because it's been all around, you know, find Metal Face, kill him <laughs> because it's, he's a jerk. It's very much Shulk story. Whereas Xenoblade mm-hmm. 2 was Pyramithra's story yeah. featuring yeah. Rex. It very much is that you feel in Xenoblade 1, you feel that you are on this journey because you are Shulk. Yeah. Whereas in Xenoblade 2, it is you're bound to this journey because of circumstance. Yeah. You're only important in it because, because you of the circumstance. <laughs> because, you are, because you fucking died. So that's like, that's the circumstance. And we're going to talk about it. So obviously at the end of chapter two, is it chapter two? I think it's end of chapter two. Fiora dies. And there's this classic film trope called fridging, which apparently no one had heard of until I'd fucking mentioned it. Never even uh, heard of it. I heard of it. Um, have you heard of it? Cool. At least you did. Because literally from, I said this to Kyle. like a and... Lantern comic where they like murdered his girlfriend and stuck yeah, her. Yeah, it, her... it, it comes from comic books. It's a classic comic book trope that they transition to film where you kill a female character. A female character has no purpose other than to die and be basically be a plot point, give the a male character motivation to go and seek vengeance. And that's kind of what fridging is. And that really took me out of it because as a fan of xenoblade 2 i have heard the amount of people from up high in the sky in the heavens that are xenoblade 1 fans going <laughs> xenoblade 2 is trash it only fucking it it's just a load of tropes and within the first two hours to have the fucking most iconic trope i've ever seen be plastered on the game it just made me go 
well, that's a bit bull- bullshit, isn't it? So it was. We're just gonna get to the end. And everything was gonna be a dream. <laughs> yeah, it was. It genuinely was to have people say forever. Oh yeah, Xenoblade Two's plot's nice, but it's too tropey. Whereas Xenoblade One has a much better story. And then literally to be hit in the face with one of the most fucking obvious tropes ever in the first two hours, it was just like a ha moment. I was like, Ugh. checks notes. So no, yeah. yeah. So this was this was this was. When I said that the game has a load of peaks and troughs for me, that was one of the fucking low points. Where I was like, ugh. And then Ryan started being, and then you have that moment where you're just you're just having that journey with Ryan, and then the game started to pick up from you again. Because I'm like, oh, I really like this dynamic between Shulk and Ryan. It's really good. I like it. And then we keep going, and then it hits that Charla point. And the Charlotte point to me is, is again, it's kind of just, we're introducing this character because you need a medic. And I was like, yeah, cool. And I, I kind of don't care about this story whatsoever. It feels like we're, we're like, we're just kind of going off on a little side tangent for the mm-hmm. sake of it. And then Metal Face comes into it again. And then whatever his name was, what was the other robot's name? The other face robot? Zord. Zord, right. Yeah, Zord shows up oh, just for the sake of progressing the plot. Where I didn't hate that as much in Xenoblade 2, because the whole plot around Xenoblade 2 was, oh, we've got a destination, we just don't know how to get there. So the dawdling kind of felt more like, oh, they don't know what they're doing, so they're just taking it a step at a time, whereas it Shulk had a very... He's like, I'm going to get Metal Face, but then this woman well, shows up like, oh, cool. Do that. You just have to, yeah. like, I'm go... They're he was trying making to his get way. The... He was making his way, and he's like, "Oh, look, there's a girl. Let's go talk to her and spend five hours with her, and then it will just circumstantially end up taking us in the right direction." Well, they're trying to get to the top of the Bionis, and there's only one path to the top of the Bionis. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah up. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. Charlotte just felt like it kind of just a hey, we need an extra character here, and she that that is what she's always been to me, even including like Ricky and Melia when they've joined. She's always been the oh and her. She's just always been that and other character. Yeah. She gets more party usage than some other people, but that's only because she heals. I get that. Charlotte's always been the one character of the group I've wanted to like more than I do, but Uh, there's just no real reason to use her, (laughs) admittedly. But yeah. Uh, But yeah, it was at the Zord point where I'd already worked out what was going on. And then the... um, Basically, at the end of chapter nine, it's obviously revealed that the reason that the Monado wasn't working on the face mechon was because there were humans inside. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Homs. Sorry, let's get the terminology right. The Hom Homs. Um, well, you guys say Homs. Oh, I passed. I passed through all that Zord stuff and like whatever cutscene it was, where I assume it was Fiora's body being put into one of the mechon. I yeah. Think. I passed through that while we were like on a Discord call, so like. I watched it happen, but I didn't really acknowledge it. So I didn't put any no. of this together until like five minutes before it got spelled out. Um, <laughs> well, the thing oh, is, God. yeah, the thing Ooh. is, I was I, I was paying too much attention because when Metal Face spoke for the first time, I'm like, that sounds awfully like that character from that intro cutscene. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe they just used the same voice actor, like, um, whatever. It was when they flashed back to Ryan holding the Monado and cutting through the thing, but it bouncing off of Fiora at the beginning where I was like, wait a minute wait a minute i figured out why <laughs> and then i went back <laughs> I to know. look at the beginning cutscene and listen to that dude's voice because i was like oh, no, yeah face has claws that guy had the weird like volvo guitars you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
But no, that was my thing was I kind of worked a lot of this stuff out already. I had 100%. I didn't know that Fiora was still alive, by the way. Everyone that was like, oh, you should know it because it's in the, the final smash of Shulk or whatever. Yeah, I, it is. I don't pay attention to that shit. Oh, I can't. So I didn't know that she was still alive, but I'd already guessed it. Also, yeah, I'd smash for her, spo- her trophy spoiled, spoiled everything. Wow. I didn't know. I didn't see it, so. <laughs> That's what I get for being a Smash casual. Hell yeah. Um, but no, I'd I already guessed the Fiora s- being alive. I yeah, think on. her spirit in Ultimate changes from Fiora to Mech Fiora oh, when man. it hits 99. I could be wrong on that. Spirits was dumb. <laughs> Who leveled up a spirit to 99? <laughs> Me. I wanted to see what it would turn into. Oh. Some of them were worth it. Some, of, Most of them were not. Hunter, I 100%ed that game. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I also 100%ed World of Light. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh no i also did all the challenges it was awful oh, did, you, did you get every spirit yeah well not all the spirits but oh, yeah. that wasn't an achievement stuff, but i didn't yeah that I wasn't didn't, an achievement. Yeah. so i'm not gonna do it that's dumb <laughs> i value my sanity <laughs> but i'll do um, all the achievements <laughs> i mean the achievements weren't hard yeah, anyways yeah. so anyway uh moving back to, back to a good that he's too smart yeah um but no, I'd already worked out with the Zorg stuff. So I'd already worked out just from Zorg speaking. I was like, oh, there are humans inside. And I was like, oh, this is the whole thing is the Mechons are going to be using humans. And I was like, okay, so Fiora's probably a Mechon. And then from there I went, okay, so who's Metal Face? And then when I heard his voice, I'm like, oh, well, he's obviously the guy from the intro cutscene. So that's where that guy went. And then that's when my mind just started spiraling where I was just like, oh, this is where I'm just going to keep following along. So when Alva shows up and he has a core crystal from Xenoblade 2, I'm like, well, that's that spoiled. He's the fucking... <laughs> He's the Aegis yeah. that made the Monado. And then when the fucking giant comes up, I, I don't know if you've clicked with that, Hunters. I'm not going to say it, but I know who that fucker is as well because Xenoblade 2 kind of fucking spoiled that for me as well. Yeah. So I kind of, literally everything just kept on going where it's like, shocker. I'm like, no, shock, no, shock, no. I'm just like, that's how I've been feeling about this game so far. It's just every time I'm like, yeah, this would have been cool if I was blind. Like fully blind, wasn't thinking about Xenoblade 2 so much. But there you go. That's why I've kind of not been as into it is because every like twist and turn of the story I've already been predicting. So there we go. But otherwise, it's a solid. It is a solid story. I'm enjoying it. Mm. The writing's a lot better. Yeah. Well, so I <laughs> voice acting too. Yeah, voice, voice acting, acting is a huge step up from two. Yeah. And I get the character motivation a lot. Um. So. It makes sense. I get, I get. Well, I should say this. I get the character development for Shulk, and I get it for Dunban mostly. Those are the two where I'm like, I understand you two. Ryan's just like, I also knew it, and I'm a fucking lad. So I'm like, yeah, okay, fair play, Ryan. You get your fair pass. And then and everyone else is there just cause. <laughs> it's just very much like he's got to clear his dad and feed his family, man. Yeah, yeah. Ricky's Ricky's got. He's got to feed his fourteen children, yeah. or however many he has. Melly is there to get neared, and then fucking. <laughs> and everyone, anyone that's play, anyone that's no plays anybody two knows what I'm fucking saying by that. And uh, all you guys. Yeah, and all you guys, which we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Um, oh, I should talk about Fura. Um, but yeah. So then, and then, like I said, Charlotte's just there because Charlotte's Charlotte. Hi, smile. I'm just her, here in the background chilling. Charla and Melia's story picks up later. Uh, does it? Good. Yeah, they start becoming relevant again much later. They Melia especially. Each other in the last uh... <clears throat> mm-hmm. cutscene I had, I was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> At least Charla's got some dialogue now. 
Yeah. Oh, with the the did you which cutscene is that? Is that the cutscene between her and Melia? When when she when Melia was gonna stay behind and then Oh uh, yeah, and she's like, like, Oh yeah. Move there. <laughs> or something like uh, that. Yeah. Or in the, you know, feelings and whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should um I feel like we should the new segment, right, as I talk about how much I hate Fiona uh, Fiora. I think it's called a Fiona then. We're not talking about Shrek. Um <laughs> Shrek and Fiona, Shulk and Fiora. Yeah. Same difference. It's, it's we, we we did the we did the fucking joke why futilist that I ended up talking about why I like Tifa more than Aerith in oh, the Final Fantasy VII spoiler cast. <laughs> so I feel like we should just start like Ethan's fucking ship sailing company, dude, right? Because this is like the third week I'm gonna talk about this. <laughs> Mally is a much better character than Fiora. <laughs> and I yes. don't re- like what so when Shulk is doing like especially at the end of chapter nine where he's like, We've gotta go get her back, and then you have this whole Malia obviously is getting friend zone this whole fucking game. Um that that's when my um perspective started to shift to Shulk, so I'm like, Yeah, but Mally is a better character. I don't really care about Fiora because I only knew her for two hours and I hated her in those two hours. So <laughs> Yeah. We know Melia more. Shulk's known her his entire life. Or yeah, no, but she sure. just looks like yeah. she she just looks like female Shulk. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just I don't know. I I will say this: I've started playing Future Connected a little bit because I finished mm-hmm. the main game, and uh, the champ, bro. I played this game four times. What'd you expect? Well, you know. <laughs> Anyways, I started playing Future Connected, and I fucking love Shulk and Melia's dynamic. Mm. They're so good together. Yeah, but I feel like this is a near situation where they're gonna do the whole Shulk and Fiora thing, and yeah, if you're maybe. not on the bus, get out. And I'm like, I'm not on the bus. Maybe. Who knows? I don't. Know. I don't. Yeah. yeah. No one knows. Down, yeah, smiley face. I, I, I played Xenoblade <laughs> Two. I played Xenoblade Two. I know where this is going. Dude. I know where this is going. They're doing the whole. You're not gonna. You should tell it. I mean, the Neo love oh, triangle. Anyway. Yeah, Neo was irrelevant. Yeah, the difference, is, the difference the difference here is that Malia like Shulk thought what's the face was dead. Yeah, exactly. I kind of preferred it when she was dead. You know, I kind of did. There was a bit where I was mad at her being fridge, but then there was a part of me when she, I knew that when I was like when she was coming back, I'm like, kind of wish she'd stayed dead. I feel like this would have been more interesting if she'd stayed dead. Oh but, man, know. that's how I felt about. Oh, never mind. But that's a different spoiler. I was gonna randomly spoil some other game. Final Fantasy VII? No, not Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. It's not even an RPG. Bitch got fridged. <laughs> the most famous example. Yeah, I can't wait to get to that if it happens. Trademark. In five years from now. If it happens, yeah. If Nomura doesn't start pulling his fucking loopy juice out again. <laughs> loopy juice. <laughs> <laughs> the timeline can go wherever it wants. Oh god, the more stop. What if starts accidentally writing worlds? Final Fantasy VII, where Kingdom Hearts should be, and Kingdom Hearts plots for Final Fantasy. Just starts getting mixed up. Yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, Cloud ends up meeting Yozora. Oh, I'd actually yeah. be dead. That. That'd be fucking sick. Actually, <laughs> make that happen. <laughs> make now, the um... character is important again. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back on topic the one thing that i Never. am liking about the story is uh, the one thing i am interested in is what is mechanis's 
role in the story in a way because mm, for very much for the first half they very much were the antagonist but with them using humans and all this other stuff going on it very much and something else that i've worked out from xenoblade 2 i'm like i'm very interested to see what their role in this story is right because they very much have felt like oh yeah they're the big baddie but they're kind of just been sidelined by everyone else for now yeah and i feel like it's going to be interesting because of just kind of having an idea of where the story was to go i'm like i'm interested to see where they play their part and why did they start using humans and what was the like other than to stop mm-hmm. the monado and why did like some people like what's his name uh metal face i don't know what his real name is i don't uh, remember I his real name, name <laughs> but you know why he's so like he's essentially proud of being a mechanist part of mechanist now and stuff like that and yeah. it's just like it's interesting to i want to know where that's going in a way that's the thing that's driving me not fucking schultz <laughs> determination to fiora or any of that or getting fiora back i couldn't give a flying shit about that but the actual <laughs> story in terms of mechanis and just where this war is gonna end up going and what's really happening that's what's interesting to me anyway from Turns the story out did nothing wrong <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised who knows yeah who knows hunter do you have anything else to add spoiler wise um not really i'm interested to see where it's going regardless um yeah Cool. So there you go. Spoiler um, mode. Well, uh, real quick, Ethan. On, I have on, a. Cal, I just have a quick on, question Cal. for just you. For you. Um, so, you said that you were guessing a lot of the plot twists that were happening, mm-hmm. or like the big plot moments. But yeah. do you think that you getting those guesses correctly lessened the value of those moments? Yes. Oh. Really. Okay. Not in a way of, oh, this is cool, and it's not me saying that the storytelling's flawed, because it is because I played the sequel that I guess the, that I've kind of guessed these things. But it ruined my enjoyment of them, because I'm like, oh yeah, I got it right. That's kind of the thing, you know? But okay. I appreciate it still, and I say, hey, that's cool, and all that. Like, when you have that fight at the top, and it's like, oh, here comes Fury, and it's like this epic <clears throat> moment, and the music starts playing just because i already had figured that out it wasn't like oh this game sucks now i'm like oh that's good but i'm not nearly as enjoying this as much as say some of the xenoblade 2 plot twists when all the epic music starts fighting and then van damme and stuff like that anything like that where i was like oh god that gets me because i didn't know that was gonna happen yeah because <laughs> i put things together five minutes beforehand instead of you know five hours beforehand you know those things hit me a little bit better i got more of the actual effect probably because i was less tuned into the details that i should have been remembering from two hmm. yeah and i i 100 percent put it on me that's the thing i'm not putting it on the game that's why i said in the pre uh spoiler bit that i recommend that for the love of god play one before two yeah because i feel like if you play two first you know too much that it ruins the story of one where i from playing one i feel like oh yeah Playing one, you'd understand a bit more about the world of two, but you, t- you could still enjoy two. None of those twists and turns you couldn't kind of guess, kind of like from my opinion anyway, that you couldn't kind of just go and get it exactly a nail on the head, like with the whole Alvis thing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which he still hasn't revealed, which is going to be another fucking twist where it's like, oh, yes. I, made, I made it, or I am the Monado or whatever, and everyone will be like, oh, no fucking I way, am. and I'll be sitting there going, yeah, tick on the list, cool. <laughs> But well, no, it's it's my fault, not the yeah. games. You know, that's just me, and I'm not going to say it. it's a great game, and I think everyone should play it if you like this kind of game. Who would play? If you didn't like Xenoblade 2's combat, this game's not going to sell you on it. Yeah. If you don't like, <laughs> if you don't like the look of the combat, 
it's not going to sell you on it unless you're really a big anime story buff like you're like <laughs> i love this big epic shit that kind of is weird and <laughs> giant robots laser swords fuck yeah honestly yeah. though do you need anything <laughs> else but no it's 100 percent on me and not on the game okay the game story is great but i feel like i'm not enjoying the game as much as i should be because of xenoblade 2 okay i feel like if i play these in the other order i probably would feel differently but i didn't and just in terms of combat, uh, yeah, Torna spoiled me too much to the point where now I don't want to play this combat because Torna's combat's really good. So there we go. But anyway, I'm done. I'm I done was just, talking. I was just things. curious about like how you were feeling on how if you were vibing with the story or not. Because I'm I've vibing, always, but not 100. percent I've always been a believer that if you can guess the plot twists that are going to happen, it means it was a good twist. Yeah, it means it, it makes was sense a good logically. Oh, yeah, it makes sense there. logically. It just ruin. It just kind of dampens your enthusiasm because of yeah in a way it wasn't like oh this is so stupid about this is gonna happen it was just uh oh this means this and i can add this up and kind of work it out in my head and when it happens i'm like oh yeah that's cool makes yeah. sense it's good but i don't get the omg like when the epic music's playing and it's like fiora i'm not like oh my god this is crazy because it's just like oh my i've god. known this for freaking hours <laughs> Like, instead get with like it. metal gear solid exclamation point sound effect <laughs> <laughs> to put it into contrast it's not like it's not like near automata where i knew nothing yet i still just kind of felt non-moved by it like that's it's not like a near feeling it genuinely just is a hey i really like xenoblade 2 and Torner a lot and not now going back to one i can just predict a lot of things because two kind of already like kind of goes back on some of those concepts so you know okay i also think it's funny that you brought up van damme dying as like a big thing in that game oh, I knew, no because... when i said when i said van damme i just i didn't know how to describe mifra's awakening scene like that yeah stuff that's what i meant from van damme okay not him dying because um, i'm just know. gonna say was well, the awakening you can of see van really damme's cool. death coming up mile away oh yeah yeah that's He's not like, what i meant oh, you can't link any i didn't know how much of xenoblade 2 oh. we were gonna spoil so i was just like i thought like van damme was the easiest way to say mifra's awakening Without saying the whole Mithra thing, but if I we're mean, full, Nintendo yeah, spoiled Mithra's Awakening Mithra. in a trailer. Oh, they did. Yeah, but I didn't know that going in, so that was a because I didn't watch any trailers because I just bought it out of spite for Kyle. Neither. Um, I didn't know that going. Or in a either. strange man. <laughs> so that was that was like a really epic moment for me, where it's like Fiora being revealed to still be alive and to be a Mechanis. Now I'm like, oh, I, I guessed. Would have been cool if I didn't know, and I probably would have been like, oh, that's that's cool, and now we have motivation to keep going. Whereas now I'm just kind of like, I don't like Fiora anyway. I just want to sit here and hang out with Melia and fucking Rain for a bit, Ryan, you know? Rain and Duncan. Yeah, Rain and, Rain and Duncan, dude. Rain and Duncan. And your Napon friend. <laughs> Napon. I love Ask IGN, dude. Yeah, Duncan I don't accept. Rain and Ryan, I'm like, that's just someone reading it badly, and I can kind of get the difference between Rain and Ryan, but Duncan straight up changes a letter. Yeah. yeah. And Rain, how the whole Rain name and Ryan, sounds. It's just, a, yeah. it's just a pronunciation difference. Like, I can get that. I'm an idiot when, with my pronunciations. But anyway, we've talked a lot about spoilers, and the game's still great. Go play it, just because You guys I'm still have salty. a whole half of the game to go through. Yeah. yeah, it could all change. We could come to the spoiler cast, I'm like, Forget that's everything epic. you know. Yeah, exactly. Forget what you know. <laughs> Except I feel like I know some other stuff coming up. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Um, let's move on. So there you go. You're free. If you're if you're back, you're back. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> Welcome back. 
Yeah, welcome we back. We just you. talked for 23 yeah. minutes about how Ethan nitpicks the story because he's too good at guessing. Because he's pretentious. Yeah, because I have opinions that differ from the norm. Ooh. God, don't go on the Xenoblade Reddit. You'll get eaten alive. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. I don't like Xenoblade <laughs> 1 as much as everyone else. Random, some British guy hates Xenoblade 1. I don't hate it. I, mean, <laughs> I really like the game. I really like the game. This battle uh, is as good as Persona 5's. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's not as good as fucking Xenoblade Tourners, dude. Tornas battle music. Bro, I just want to show That is a really good song. One last, like, detour. Future Connected changed the main battle music. So fucking good. Oh, yeah. I will play Future Connected. It's so fucking good. It's so jazzy. I love it. And I can't wait for everyone to say that it's 10 hours long and I'll beat it in three because that's the kind of person I am. Smile. I mean, the casual. This is speedrunning. The casual mode speedrun is, like, under 40 minutes. (laughs) Oh, wow. I was thinking. Yeah big old expansion no torna okay, no, it is like, not you know it's like everyone said uh it's just everyone a said xenoblade episode, yeah everyone said xenoblade one takes 60 hours and i'm sitting here at 18 over halfway through going huh well maybe don't go into level 50 at the start yeah but then i i, I, mean, looked, at, I, I looked at our lord i looked at our lord and savior chugger conroy's playthrough Bless up, bless up to Trigger Conroy. I looked at where how much he, time he'd spent at this point in the story, and he was only like three or four hours ahead of me. So I was like, I feel like everyone's just exaggerating. I don't me. feel like I have much more time clocked than Ethan, and I haven't broken the uh, <laughs> yeah yeah. So if you're taking eighty hours, then God bless you for putting up with those side quests. Anyway, we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> I love the game. I swear, I'm just being, being a little. I mean, the side quests got so much better. It's oh, nice. they are. It's they nice are. that it just marks it on your map where shit is, and you don't have to stop and go to Xenoblade Wikia every time you get a quest. Yeah, oh. nice. You know, I'm 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 actually changing. I put the timestamp down for two seconds earlier. I'm gonna put it now because we carried on talking about Xenoblade. So now everyone should be back. Hi, <laughs> welcome back again. Welcome back yeah, again. Welcome back again. We're gonna have we have one more little topic before we wrap this show up. Hang um, on, one more thing about Xenoblade. <laughs> <laughs> you have a spoiler cast there will be a spoiler cast probably by the end of maybe this month end of the month uh, hopefully end of the month end of the month end of the month end of the month what else is going on this month nothing last of us nothing need to have like a weekend to finish last of us that's what we gotta do yeah we're gonna we're gonna be done with it within like three days anyway but yeah other than that it'll be out by the end of the month um so last week we said that until we pushed it back oh we're gonna do some playstation predictions and then we're like oh pushing it back so we won't do it and then playstation delayed their conference again so here we are playstation predictions everyone hooray um so the whole idea is ps5 is having a games showcase i think i think they they specify that it's a game showcase showing you what's going to be available on next gen at launch and beyond is their term which is what i like to call we have like five games for launch and then everything else is beyond um so I asked everyone to come up with a couple of predictions. I came up with way too many. <laughs> I okay. came up with way too like little. Two piece over here. <laughs> so what I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you, Hunter, say the ones that we know that we both have, so that you have more to say. All right. So oh. Hunter, give us a PlayStation prediction, dude. First things first: Horizon Zero Dawn launch title or very close to launch window. The sequel to that, whatever they want to call it. Horizon 2 Judgment Day. I don't care. Horizon 1 Dawn. Oh, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) 
It'd be funny. Uh, no, I've got the exact same. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is announced, and I said that it will release next spring, and it, I've specified that it will not be a launch title. Ah. But I said next spring. If I was to guess, I'd say February, because the last one came out in February, so that'd be my guess. February is in the winter. Uh, yeah, late February, <laughs> though. Late February, early March. You know what oh, I damn. mean? Late February, early March. He's Fuck right. off. Yeah, he's got a point. He's got a point. <laughs> Kyle, what was yours? Um, So the only thing I could think of was a reboot of an old IP, like an old PlayStation mm-hmm. Nation mascot, like Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper, something like that. An old, I have also. An old I've platformer also. thingy. I've also specifically said that Insomniac will announce a new game and it will be a new Ratchet and Clank. It won't be Spider-Man. Yeah. That's what I've said. Because it's been like four years since the last Ratchet and Clank, and I feel like it's time. That was time. With the movie tie-in, yeah. And Insomniac's had like, Insomniac has multiple teams, so I wouldn't be surprised if they've been and working on it for a while. Now, yeah. I also, I also just think that announcing a reboot of an old IP would definitely help sales. So probably. Mm-hmm. probably. And uh, that's my one guess. Is that time your to look guess? at Twitter. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, uh, you can uh, you can guess some of mine. Here's one of my great ones. Uh, I'm just gonna go with a low baller because um, there's a, the new Crash game is announced. Is a launch title might uh, launch earlier on last gen, but it'll definitely be at launch for PS5. And I've said that there'll be some gimmicky P- PlayStation exclusive content for no reason. Whether it's a stu- Crash wears a stupid hat or something, it'll be something garbage like that. But there'll be some kind of PlayStation I got a little PlayStation thing. logo right on his jean shorts. Exactly. <laughs> right on the back on his ass. Pockets. On his ass, dude. Yeah, exactly. PlayStation <laughs> branded ass. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like we know there's a new Crash game coming, so it's time to show it, and it'll probably be shown at Sony because Sony's done a lot for Crash recently. So there you go and you know in the beginning <laughs> yeah and in the beginning but sony was basically the people that went to activision to make them make nst so yeah i feel like there's gone hunter do you have anything all righty so blue points game the heavy mm-hmm. rumors are metal gear solid or demon souls screw that those, I'm gonna be those all <laughs> the rumors about silent hill blue point mm-hmm. that's their game Oh, be making nice. Silent Hill. That's cool. My blue point one is uh, also that there was a rumor that started this week that hasn't. I don't think anyone's heard of because I don't know if it's real or not. The blue point might be re- also have been working on remastering Bloodborne for PC and PS5. Oh, so that's also a rumor. It's barely. But, uh, whatever. They're they're basically making it 4K 60 for PS5 and PC. That's what they're doing. They're making it actually run like a decent video game instead of it. 20 fps like the regular hopefully the does. like five years um my blue point one is a lot less specific than yours it's blue points new game is revealed uh it's not demon souls <laughs> i will accept any i just don't think it's demon souls oh man so same prediction high five <laughs> nice dude well, we did it congrats i feel like it'll be very fun it'll be funnier for me when i get it wrong because if i say it's not demon souls that literally means any other game is a win and if yeah. it's demon souls i lose dude so i'll be like oh fuck i got that one <laughs> that would be really funny um here's i'm gonna give you three because they're the exact same and this is what i was saying beforehand because they uh 
these three are. Sega announces something that zero people care about. Probably some <laughs> Sonic shit. That's my first one of the three. Oh. My second one is Square Enix announces something zero people care about. Probably Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy spin-off. And then my third one is EA announces some sports game zero people care about. There you go. Those are the three. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, there's a fourth one. I got there's a fourth oh one. Oh my lord! Fortnite is showing running for next gen, and zero people care about it because it looks the exact same. Thank you, Epic. Very fancy cool. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. That's that's four out of the way. Um, yes, yeah, so Sega's probably going to announce something because they always do. Uh, I feel like Square Enix always announces something at a Sony conference, and I don't think it's going to be remake two, remake part two. I don't think. They oh, not yet. It, so. No. <laughs> But now that you, um, this seems like the, okay, so Square, uh, uh, several years ago, they had like a tech demo called Agni's Philosophy or something. And the concept yeah. around that is what's been rumored to be what Final Fantasy 16 is going to be. So maybe oh, they'll final, oh, I should have said Final Fantasy 16. But <laughs> I should have said that. So maybe they'll do that. That would be cool. Oh, that still I falls think. under. That still falls under something Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. I said Kingdom Hearts spin-off or Final Fantasy. Yeah. But there you go. But yeah, I agree. And then EA always shows something, so. It'll be EA something. Uh, do you have anything else, Hunter? Okay, so... Back when the PS3 or 4 got released or got announced, there was this game, yeah. Capcom, called Deep Down that was supposed to be a launch title. It was like this dungeon crawly type thing with like co op or something. It never came out, but it has okay. not been officially canceled yet. So they are going to fulfill their promise to make this game a PlayStation launch title, <laughs> except it's going to be for the PlayStation 5. <laughs> Oh, nice. Uh, okay, nice. Um, I completely believe that will happen, smiley face. <laughs> how many more do you have? Uh, basically the same uh, concept there, except apply it to Dead Island 2. Okay, is that the only one you have left? I think so. I'll okay, save that, save that, save that, save <laughs> that. Uh, I'll say mine. I've got a couple. I've got like... One really easy bet is the new COD hasn't been announced yet, so that'll probably be announced oh, if yeah. it hasn't already beforehand. Activision that was an easy, yeah. That was that was that was an obvious one. Um, I'm gonna leave that one because that one's a pretty fucking. I'll if I get that one right, that'll be that'll be fucking funny. So I'll go with these other two. Uh, Rocksteady finally teases what game they've been working on for like six years. Oh man. And it won't be what anyone's ever. It won't be what people are thinking it is. It won't be a Superman game, it's going or to anything be, of the sort. It'll, it's it'll be, be like some weird zombie game. It'll still be an IP, I think. But I think Rocksteady is making a game that isn't a superhero game, in my opinion. Hmm. But it might be something else in Warner Brothers' library of IP. And to go along with that, here's another one for you. Either W Warner Brothers Batman game or Harry Potter game that are the worst kept secrets in gaming history are announced. Not both, and whichever one is revealed, people wish that it was the other one instead because they'll be salty. <laughs> so there you go. They'll either announce the Harry Potter RPG or the Batman game that WB Montreal's been working on. I just thought of another possibility: uh, Resident Evil Eight teaser. That's a, that's that strong. That, yeah. that seems right because they always like doing those at Sony conferences. So yeah. that's a strong one. Mm -hmm. 
my final big baller one for all the money. <laughs> all the money. <laughs> all the money. <laughs> Sa- Sony Santa Monica announces a new game that's not God of War sequel. They've got. A, they are. They are. From what I've read, they're a multi studio team. They've been working on multiple projects, and there's been a rumor for a while that Corey Barlog, who was the lead on God of War, isn't leading God of War Two. He's just writing it. So my guess is that Sony Santa Monica announces a new game. It's a new IP, but it's not God of War. Brand new IP. That'd be fun. Yeah, and that's my final one. If I get that one right, that'll be fucking hilarious. So It'd be funny go. if you got that one wrong and or got that one right and got the Demon Souls one wrong. I hate I, everyone said Demon Souls for so long at this point, and I'm just like I've been hearing I, Demon Souls and Metal Gear Solid, and like at, at this point, I've been hearing them so much, I don't believe either of them. MGS <laughs> deserves it better though, because MGS they can actually do a remake. MGS was actually he's completely like different. Old, old, yeah. Whereas Demon Souls is just they're gonna say, oh, it's a remake of Demon Souls, but it'll be the same freaking game. But they'll probably add difficulty options or something. Something to make people. hardcore fans real upset. Yeah. Exactly. So there we go. I think those are our PlayStation predictions. Tell us if we're wrong or not, because we won't know. Because yeah, we're we... not going to watch it. We we're never going to. We won't watch it. We don't talk about games. <laughs> yeah, fuck PlayStation. We don't yeah. talk about video games, dude. We don't talk about video. Yeah, we're an Xbox podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, what's out this week? Nothing. Cool. See you next week, guys. For more nothing. I'm joking. I'm joking. This week, Please. nothing. Next week, next who week. knows? <laughs> Probably not. Oh, there's a Halo game coming out. Oh, cool. See that. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Did, oh, our Xbox showing a car again on stage. It must be time for a new Forza. Oh, baby. Yo, yo, when's that new Battletoads game coming out? Oh man! Oh, I hope they've worked on that art style. That one that looks like it was just made in Adobe Flash. <laughs> that gives Adobe Flash a bad name. Uh, we're just shitting on Xbox for no reason at the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> that's a reason. <laughs> it seems like they're taking steps to try and go in a better direction. Hey, I've said <laughs> yeah, this. I said this. If Xbox, I've said that the the day that Xbox starts caring about their exclusives and actually makes some good shit is the day I'll buy an Xbox. And see, stop complaining it's a about it. Sword, because like if they do actually make things that I'm gonna want, I'm gonna be like, oh man, I have to buy another console. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to actually have to buy another console. <laughs> yeah, but I also want good games to be made. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Like, especially when they have people like Double Fine. Double Fine makes some good stuff. So yeah. I'm gonna be sad that I won't be able to play Double Fine stuff anymore. So I will probably end up having. I mean, they're on PC, but I don't yeah. play PC games. Rarely do I play a PC game. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we've kind of gone off topic. I guess we should wrap the show up. So, Hunter, where can people find you? YouTube.com slash ReaperHunter23. Oh, wonderful. Kyle. Uh, you can find what? me on Twitter at KDavisSRL and also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash KDavisSRL. Wonderful. And you can find me somewhere in a field. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. Like a scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, you can just find me. You can just find me stuck in my house because I'm still here. Ethan's just chilling out in one of these Ohio cornfields that my area <laughs> is famous for. I, I wish, dude, I wish. But when I'm not in an Ohio cornfield, you can find me at youtube.com slash waterjames. <laughs> that was pretty. 
<laughs> when you keep up to date with uh, whenever videos get made, probably this year, who knows? Uh, uh, Twitter.com slash whatajames underscore. You can keep up to date with everything Hot Game is only at Twitter.com slash thegigasyt. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Get us to 100 subscribers, please. We yeah, need that URL. That's when I've got my own URL and the podcast doesn't because I got I feel, Yeah, I feel like we should go around to our friends going, please subscribe, please. If we all say, if you all tell five friends to subscribe, we can get there. I believe. Are we I making believe. a pyramid scheme right now? <laughs> yeah. You tell oh, five friends to subscribe and then they'll tell enough of five to subscribe and we'll just keep going. Yeah. It's no, it's not illegal because there's no money involved. Just subscriptions yeah, exactly. to our YouTube channel. Just a URL for us. Yeah, exactly. We just want a URL that probably won't be available after I've done all the URL. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred <laughs> subs and we'll set up a Patreon so you can throw money at us, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we can throw money at ourselves. But anyway, that's our show. Thank you for listening. As always, um, we're here every Monday at 5 p.m. on podcast services everywhere and on YouTube and SoundCloud. Um, other than that, I think we've said everything we need to say. I so we'll be back so. next week. Next week on the show, who knows? Because I don't. <laughs> Probably another topic episode. Either topic or PlayStation if they've decided that they want to do their show. We'll know. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll have to wait hmm. to see what I because unlike Shulk, I can't see the future. And there we go, we're bringing it back, yeah, right back to the back, bringing it back. Um, but yeah, there we go. That's our show. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for more hot topics in gaming. Until then, bye. See you later. Toodaloo.